Welcome back and hello to all you scrubs out there. It's the Beards Watch, episode 103. We're back again on a Tuesday. Packed house. Of course, Aylers is here with us. Hello. How you feeling now? Uh, I'm doing all right. Yeah, we kind of got you in the regular rotation, if you may say. Yeah, and I don't mind it. Yeah, that's good. And of course, Dirty Jeeves is here. He's going to be playing more of the Google Man role and Hype Man with the air horn. He's got the air horn ready to rock. And we've got... Our finally, it took a while. Our our 2018 bracket champion and his prize pack, Caleb. Yeah. Caleb's here. How you feeling? Good. Good to be back. Yeah. How can I guess we forgot to skip the social media? So, hey, Caleb, how can they find you if they want to find you on socials? Yeah. Instagram is Caleb underscore Daniel two. That's pretty much the only thing I use now. Yeah, because I tagged you in Twitter stuff, but I don't think yeah, you I don't. use it. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, how about you? Um, on Twitter, it's the AL Chronicles. And then Instagram, it's Lurs Mania. Jeebs. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is Jeebs1988. And then our first time guest, coming in hot, known this guy since I think elementary school, mm-hmm. all the way up through, obviously still know him, but went to middle school, high school together, and still lives in the same vicinity. And I think it was a year ago when you kind of mentioned about being on the podcast at St. Patty's Day, mm-hmm. and it yeah. kind of slipped my mind. And then this year, you kind of mentioned it again, and I was like, oh, yeah, have some slots open. So went ahead and pitched you up, and we figured out, Eddie Hutto, man, how you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. You're rocking the Killer Raiders gear. Big oh, Raiders yeah. fan. Raider Nation. Yeah. So growing up in North Carolina, how in the world did you stumble across being a Raiders fan? Um, brainwashed at a young age. My family member was a fan. Really? Okay. Yeah. So – have you ever felt the need, the allegiance to cheer for the Panthers since growing up? Oh, yeah, or? they're my home team. Okay, so you're so you're you're all Panthers yeah. unless they're playing the Raiders. Correct. Okay. Yep. How did you how do you feel about the move to Vegas? I hate it. You hate it? Oh, Why yeah. is that? It's not what the Raiders are about, you know. With the stadium authority that's going to be in place, no more face paint, no more shoulder pads. Really? What? Uh, what makes the Raiders the Raiders no more of that? Wow. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be a big change. Wow. That's news that's, to me. That is news to me as well. You might have to convert full time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Eddie, how can, if anybody wants to find you on any social medias, how can they find you? Yeah, Instagram and Twitter's uh, the same name, E-Dog, E-D-O-G, 4774. Nice. Mm-hmm. And for myself, it's J-Roll Nation across the board, our podcast Across the board, as in meeting Twitter and Instagram, podcast is The Beards Watch, Instagram and Twitter, The Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. Go give us the five-star reviews, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And while you're at it, our T-shirts are up, tank tops are out there. Jeeves, has got, you got your new ones in. Rock the green one. I've got. I just I, went for a pool day to rock the, the tank, tank top. top. Yeah, to get the guns out. Mm-hmm. Sun's out, guns coming out. out. Coming soon. It's, I, it's know, co- I know. It's who who was the one in the pink tank top? That was a young lady that I work with. Okay. She 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 was one of the reasons why she she bought an original tank, mm-hmm. but she didn't like how it fit. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, if I if I release the tanks and do a women's tank style, would you buy a new one? She said yes. And. If I'm guaranteed at least one sale, I'm going to release yeah, exactly. it. So yeah. I said that, and she, she bought one of the tanks again, so I'll take that. Um, so, yeah, buy our shirts. Our links are up there. Shirt, we got shirts, mugs, stickers, and then if you get one, take a picture of yourself, send it to me, and we'll blast out on our social medias. 
Caleb, you've got an old school one, right? I do. Yeah. I need to right. update that. Yeah. You need to update, but I know you're still in college, so I know the funds can be tight around it's, those times. It's, I'm scrunching for money. Understandable. <laughs> well, once you get that big big boy job, then we'll be hitting you up some more. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's going to make his second purchase in due, here, time. in due time once the sun gets a little warmer. Eddie, by all means, get you go in there and make you a purchase. Consider it done. So, yeah. let's Before we dive into it, though, we have a tradition. Birio card. If you're new to Birio Kart, you basically, we play on the N64, it's just like Mario Kart, but you can't drink and drive. You have to finish your beer within the all three laps being done. It was competing tonight. It was Eddie, Adam, Caleb, and myself. Adam's been on two-game win streak. I've been kind of cold. That ended. That ended. That ended. I'm yeah. back on top. I switched up the mojo. <laughs> I've been rolling with Wario. I went with Yoshi. And it went, Adam, you went straight bold. I think no one started off chugging. We all actually drove a little bit. Then I missed the first round of uh, question marks, mystery boxes, and I decided to chug a little. And then, Adam, you drove a little more and then finished your whole beer in about a swig, right? Yeah, I hit the bomb, so I was like, all right, this is a good stopping point. I yeah. went with my strategy that's won me my first two victories yep. in the last two weeks, just straight chug, yep. see what happens after that. But I think experience got me this time. This one, I, I know for what. Yeah, this one, I... I it's one of the longer ones, and there you, there's no chance of falling off, but the bombs can hit you. So I went with that, too, as in you, you got to get it. The beer, You can take your time on the beer, but I, I played off of you. I saw that you chugged the full thing, so I knew well, yeah, I had to. You, I was ready to crack mine as soon as you did because I knew I was, <laughs> I knew you'd be gutted for me after yeah. my two wins. So, so. Caleb, what was your strategy? <laughs> well, I thought I was going to get ahead and then – Drink some after that, but that didn't work out too well. <laughs> I was in first for a little bit, and then I hit my hit a bomb, and then I guess the strategy is to get in last, drink your drink, and then get it's, on from there. And there's different ones in different ways. Because last last week when I did mine, I was in last and chugged all my beer, but I just kept. It depends. If, if when it rains, it pours the snowball effect, and I just stayed in last, and then I finally passed Jeeves there near the end, but. Eddie, how'd you do? How'd you feel on your first uh, Birio Kart trip there? Um, I need to practice more. <laughs> it's a lot of first timers say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, practice. there's a strategy. I mean, I need to practice drinking beer. I need to drive <laughs> the car, picking a character. Like, there's a lot of strategy. I will say it still continues the streak of we haven't had a guest first take the guest, W, a first time not. guest, or somebody who like Caleb's been on a couple times before, but it's been a while since he's been back. Ooh. Take the W. So that's still a, a part there. I'm at 15. Jeeves, you're at three. Duvall's at two. Corey's at two. Adam, you're at two. Mm-hmm. And then Alex oh, and Dylan Alex are at one. one. And we know Alex is going to stay at one for a while because he's moving to Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So let's get to it, Eddie. What Describe to the people out there what you do on a daily basis. Um, I work... For my family's business, uh, okay. we started in 1945 here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, nice. And uh, I started out at the bottom of the food chain, and yeah. I'm around the middle of the food chain now, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and it's a transportation, you know, we're in the transportation industry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love it, you know. Nice. It's a lot of hard work, but, you know, hard work pays off. Yeah, you know? yeah. What did you think about the Raiders' uh, draft? Well, I was uh, very disappointed when I seen the players. I personally thought, you yeah, know, a lot of trading down in the first round, you know, right? That our needs, you know. Yeah. Um, Who'd you want? You yeah. Know, I liked uh, Roquan from Georgia. Uh, yeah. You know, outside linebacker. No, you might, middle. Who's a middle, middle linebacker? Middle linebacker. Yeah. 
but we need we needed a middle linebacker. And if you didn't know, we signed Derek Johnson. I know he's a veteran. Yeah. But he's a solid pickup. Yeah. Knows how to run the huddle and uh, be the the leader of defense. But uh, you know, we had important needs. But then you go to the philosophy of the best player available, and then you go to the philosophy of the wild card and uh, draft an offensive lineman. Um, but hey, I see they're building for the future. We're in a division where you have to protect the quarterback. We have some great pass rushers, and that's what they're looking at because, I mean, last year, yeah, I mean, you pay Donald Penn all this money. You pay uh, Rodney Hudson, uh, Gabe Jackson, get him, give him an extension. Uh, you're throwing all this money to these veterans that are proven, but they didn't show me what, what they should have. Yeah. So, you know, why not, you know, get some young guys in the hole and train them? Build them up and see what they can do. Yeah, and who'd y'all end up with again? We uh, picked up outside, or I'm sorry, the offensive tackle uh, Colton Miller. Colton Miller, Colton Miller from that's UCLA. right. Okay, six yeah. nine. He's a big old boy. Got yeah. the big, got the big wingspan. Yeah, and he's a zone. He we picked up Tom Cable from the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, he runs a zone block scheme uh, yeah. offensive line. So that being said, you have to be very mobile, very athletic. You have to run down the field. And some of the guys that we already have in position aren't fit for that scheme. Yeah. So he picked up a lineman for the future that can go right into his scheme that he personally scouted out, met with several times, that he can plug into his formula to hopefully execute and uh, uh, be good for the years to come. So. How do you feel about the John Gruden era so far? That John Gruden is going to bring us back to the greatness. Whoa, look at these. Oh. Mark it down. Mark it down. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, got to believe. Gotta, yeah. That's true. We always, it's, it's funny you bring that up because we. this is a common theme. I always have a talk with sports fans is how we always talk ourselves into whatever our team does. <clears throat> because, like you, like Adam said, you always want to, you always got to believe – I mean, yes, you know at some point your team, like if they're starting Jimmy Clausen, the quarterback, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. But you still will talk yourself into picks and the moves they do because it's just that it's that feeling of you don't want to completely just feel like, mm-hmm. especially now in May, you don't want to feel like your team's not yeah. going to do good. Yep. You know, by the time December hits, if you know your team's record, you're like, okay, you know, well, if we, let's just keep sucking, either get a better draft pick or let's clinch that playoff spot kind of thing. So, you know, in the minutes of – it sounds like you have talked yourself into – even though, to, to me, Gruden came out kind of a little too old school. Like, you know, maybe he doesn't believe in the mambo-jumbo, the nerds, or the, the analytics pot. But, you know, hopefully it works out. Ten years, $100 million, I don't think yeah, I'm going to turn mean, that down myself. The, <laughs> big, the, the biggest thing that he brings to the table now um, – Is his name. That, well, that – Yeah. And he's got money in the bank. Well, yeah. But, uh, but you know – you know, everybody can argue what he did with the Raiders was what he did with the Raiders. Yeah. He went to the Buccaneers. That was Tony Dungy's team. Yep. And he slowly went downhill from the top. Yep. From year one to the last yeah. year. So that being said, uh, he went into the broadcast booth. Yeah. And I thought he did a good job. Oh, yeah. yeah. I he like was football. Yeah. He actually studied football. Yeah. Studied the game. So um, He stayed around the game. That's yeah. The Definitely. Big, you know, the biggest thing that I think he brings to the table now you know, besides his energy and uh, enthusiasm, is he basically was a scout. He knew he wanted to come back and coach one day. Yeah. He has traveled to every team, every facility, been in every, you know, team meeting, seen their practices, yeah. seen that how they pregame, their, you know, how coaches, you know, curfews, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to only benefit him. I mean, yeah. he's seen some good stuff, some bad stuff. Yeah. He can throw in with his stuff, and hopefully it works out. Yeah. Uh, and, and- 
honestly, Derek Carr may be the best quarterback he's had since oh, Rich man. Gannon yeah. in Oakland. That's what I mean, Brad Johnson won the court, won that Super Bowl that year, yep. but that was basically that defense. Yep. And Johnson just didn't make mistakes, and that was the one thing I think that hurt him in. Tampa after Brad Johnson was he never found that never quarterback did. that he Scouting liked. Suck. I mean, he went Chris Sims. Yeah, he uh, went Chris. I mean, he won a little bit with Jeff Sean Garcia. King's still there. Sean King was there for the Super Bowl run, but he never got like a fair shake, I think. Uh, but they went through Jeff Garcia. They went through Chris Sims. They went through Greg Kowski. They went through a Josh bunch McCown, of those guys. No, Josh, Josh McCown a little bit. Yeah, they were I mean, there, they, and they it was just ups and downs. It's one of those things where I'm interested to see how he meshes with. Carr being because he's always seemed well, to do better with older quarterbacks. If you go on YouTube and go back to the Gruden quarterback camp, yeah, when Derek Carr sat in the studio, yeah, eye contact, yeah, the magic was there. He loved Derek Carr, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, every scout or GM goes and says, Hey, if I could do it over again, this is who I picked as my quarterback. Yeah. And he was our second round draft pick that year. We picked up Mac in the first round, yeah. second pick from Buffalo. Yeah, not and, bad. Uh, no, 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 wasn't. He comes from a small school. Who's this guy? I mean, but hey, it paid off. But Derek Carr has a special thing uh, that I mean, it's special. I mean, the leadership. And the, I mean, when, if he goes out of the game, you might as well just kiss the game goodbye. I mean, the whole team falls apart. The stadium falls well, we apart. We saw that the two years ago. Apart. Yeah, we saw that. The, the whole team. The, playoffs, the team yeah. is Derek Carr. What yeah. he brings to the huddle. You know, he's just a great leader, and it's a hard quality to find. Yeah. And uh, But I am so excited to see what John Gruden and Derek Carr, the chemistry, you know, the offense, you know, with Jordy Nelson. We got Bryant from Pittsburgh through a trade in the draft. That was we a picked, great trade, We picked yeah. up Ryan uh, Switzer from Dallas. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you look at the talent. We have Amari Cooper. You got Jared Cook at tight end. Uh, Lee Smith's our blocking tight end. Um, I mean, who knows, man? There's, there's a lot of O's and a lot of – strategy formations to yeah. to put together but I mean there is no excuse of why they should not be able to execute. The biggest question is the running back and yeah. Marshawn Lynch and which Marshawn Lynch you're gonna get. And well, uh, you know which Marshawn Lynch you're gonna get. You're gonna yeah. get the guy that's hanging you're gonna back get you're gonna get Marshawn. That's what you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing, uh kind of to hit back what you were talking about him going through all the teams, you know, in the media, it kind of relates to the Panthers with Marty Herney his second time around. Yeah. I think he can learn – both of them learn from their mistakes. Yep. Gruden was even in a, a much bigger media role and whatnot, had much more access yep. and knowledge and knows all these players coming in. So I do think that's a very positive thing. Yeah. Well, like you said, we you hit on it and you kind of see the things that Herney's done and learned from now that he's he's actually got the Panthers to a spot to where maybe the biggest question marks left guard and – Maybe another veteran safety, but they seem to stand pat. I mean, he's filled the hole with the oh, C.J. Yeah. Anderson signing, which is a little shameless plug for us. We called that there last week. We were talking about Bye. it. Just, <laughs> yeah, it just it just seems so right. Like it seemed like even it was so easy. Like it was one of those things in Madden where if you need to pick up a free agent, he was sitting out there. Mm-hmm. You'd sign him to help Bingo. you out. So it worked out there. Um, but yeah, Caleb, you're Panthers fan. How you feeling after all that kind of stuff? Looks good. Um, I. One of the things that bothers me is when people start talking talking about how good the Panthers are going to be during their next season. I always am skeptical until I see it. Um, I, I like feel you. You like to keep it low. Yeah, I know where you're at because you don't want to. Sh- you yeah. don't want fourteen and two, and then they end up eight and eight. You're like, I'm on the opposite ah, side. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what like we go to the Super Bowl, and the next year everybody's like, oh, well, they got most of their team coming back. They should do it again, and then we're, we're still, we suck, and then. Well, I'm setting the bar low and hoping for... You should, because you're actually aiming... If you're going Vegas money, the Panthers have never had back-to-back winning record seasons. So right. 
We are due for that, though. Ooh. As that, you always want to. We always want to talk yourself into something better and a better record. So, what, what Ron Rivera coming on to a uh, extension? Yeah, so coming into a new year. You know, I think. But the wild card here is, is the new owner, as yeah. we talked about in previous weeks on podcast. That's a mystery, but we don't I mean, know yet. Yeah, even even regardless with his extension, what's a couple million? The new owner come in and just completely clean house. Now it could. depends on how the season goes. I mean. If they go eight and eight, I, I would, it would not surprise me if the new owner came in, got rid of Rivera, got rid of Herney, and said, "Clean slate it. You guys did your best, but hey, I want it. It's my team now, and he has yeah. the right to do that. He's going to eat the cap and eat that money. And, and he'll, and, but and again, for a guy who just spends four billion dollars, <laughs> what's right. three million? It's not. Yeah. That, that's not going to be a big, I mean, big new owner, new, new regime, new it's sheriff. He can do it himself. Exactly. Do. That's something I think as Panther fans we've well, never seen before. Because we've always had the same owner. The biggest mystery to me, you y'all might know. Um, all right, so with the new owner coming into town, is he going to have 100 percent ownership of the team, or is, you know, are you going to still have? I think it'll be he'll have the vast majority. majority. I mean, the majority. He's just majority. Like, like Jerry Richardson has. Yes, he's going to have what Jerry. He will be the owner, yeah. but, but all the owners. other minority owners have well, to minority. sell back their stock. Yes, so they get they have to cash out. Yeah. Now they can buy back so in. Yeah. If the like for example, Felix Sabatis and he this guy's a talker too. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna talk down on a multi hundred million yeah, dollar yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's a yapping twenty four seven. He's been wanting to get into this running and I feel like I feel like Ben Navarro is gonna be the best chance at like a soul owner. Yeah. I I think that the Tepper guy. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think I saw also who the NFL wants us to get. He's already been vetted. Yeah. He's already been through the system. Yeah. Just the guy coming from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But my thing is, uh, it's kind of hard. I think the NFL wants an owner with like, they want to be able to foot the bill oh, up yeah. front. Oh, yeah. They don't need, they don't want to worry about all these. Uh, I also think that's why half the people that were originally trying to buy the team, including like, Diddy, whatever group Diddy was in yeah. and whatnot, yeah. they're not involved now. Yeah. Well, because yeah. it was going to be a group of like 20 people. Yeah. And I think yeah. in the NFL, you're only allowed to four? have a group of like four basically Maybe wanting to be the major. Yeah. So is, is one of them still the, oh, the owner of Fanatics, right? Yeah. He's I don't think kinda, he's out. Yeah. He is he out? out? Yeah. He took okay. that on that in the bid process. But yeah, no, like I said, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I did, you know, I did forget to shout out at the beginning our new, our new little slogan We're Charlotte's best podcast in a basement. So yeah. I didn't start throwing that at the top. I just feel like that's got to be it after all the other podcasts out there. So, but yeah, um, well, it's okay. Another big hot topic, then, if we'll go to it. I mean, Hornets today, new coach Adam. Oh, oh look, Caleb's shaking his head. Adam's a little discouraged. Well, we, how I'm we, not. All right, how well, are we talking ourselves into this one, folks? Yeah, well, right. this is going to take a while. Yeah. to talk into. Okay, but <laughs> well, at the same, t- I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know much about this guy. I don't either. It's, I have it's no a idea. Very, what happened. Very underwhelming, yeah. And I'm not surprised. Uh, he's an assistant coach from the Spurs. Uh, yeah, is they, I know it's, it's uh, Frank Baggio or something. Yeah, well, I want to say Bodega. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna call him Bodega until he, until he wins. Uh, yeah, until he does something that makes gotcha. me think that he's good. But the thing, only thing I'm a little surprised with in it, I'm not surprised we went underwhelming, mainly because I mean, quite frankly, this job right now is not desirable. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. after you let a guy that's well respected within the NBA and mm-hmm. Steve Clifford yeah. go. Um, 
basically he's a defensive coach, kind of like Clifford, which really shocked mm-hmm. me. I was looking forward – if we were going to go this route, I was looking for someone to open it up on the offensive end, especially listening to Mitch Kupchak's press conference yeah. where he's yeah. like, I guarantee we're going to have an exciting style of basketball. Well, there's two ways to have an exciting style of basketball. Win games, which yeah. right now isn't looking the best. Yeah. No. And two – you know, have that open run offense. I mean, I could take a year of what the Suns did, scoring 120 a game, but giving up 140. Yeah. Not having a good season and then being able to recoup after that. Yeah. But, so it makes me a little nervous. And, I mean, it being Kemba's birthday, I don't even want to bring up the elephant in the room. <laughs> happy birthday, Kemba. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, but I feel like this is – I thought they were going to do something not on par with what we've done. And we've gone out and gotten all these coaches – that are cheap because it's their first time as a head coach and they're nobodies that you would recognize just because they're cheap and Jordan doesn't want to foot that bill of somebody like a Fizdale or anybody else. So, And that's what I wonder with Fizdale. I wonder if Fizdale was our guy the whole time and then once he chose the Knicks, yeah. that just sent us in a spiral. But it was weird because I feel like they were going to take a lot more time to look at to, to, to do some research and yeah. interview people, then out of nowhere, like I think they kind of got, they might have got a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, that could be. But they, too, you know, yeah. this, this, I'm a, yeah, I think it's a Berega is okay. his name. I actually don't know. Yeah, so let's, let's just, <laughs> everyone can take a guess. Whoever wins, we can put a poll up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, I, I can't. He interviewed for a couple jobs. I know he interviewed for Phoenix. That job already got taken. Yeah, he interviewed for Orlando and Milwaukee, but. I don't know, man. I yeah. just don't know. We don't know. And I mean, until we see what happens with this roster, sure, it doesn't yeah, really true. matter. That's true. Yeah. Caleb, how you feeling? You shake. I mean, you're. Aren't you a season ticket holder? No. Oh, no. you're a Panther season ticket holder. Yeah, Panthers, okay, but, but you still go to plenty of Hornets games. Yeah, but I don't know how that's going to turn out in the next few years. Yeah. This is such a Hornets move. It's just like we're mm. supposed to be. They want us to be excited about what's coming next, but this is the most underwhelming thing. And it just—I don't know what's going to happen next year. I—I—I'm I, going along the lines that Kim is not going to be here, because um, I mean that's the only way they—they they can move forward now. I mean they're stuck with all these bad contracts. They can't get out of it if they give Kim more money. Yeah. Uh, Malik, they're everybody's bugging for Malik to get in there and play. And I mean, I, my only hope now is what we do in the draft, which I have zero hope for because we always get screwed in the draft, and we're going to probably end up with the 12th pick. Oh, no doubt. Or something high like that. I just, it's not looking great for what's coming up. Caleb, doom and gloom. Well, I mean. Doom and gloom. I still, I I have to state it on record right now. I still disagree with that. We have to get rid of Kemba to fix it. It just (laughs) needs to be said. We got got to get rid of Nick Patoom to fix it. Nobody's going to take that. No no one's going to take that contract, but that's, that would be. It can happen. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen if you got to trade Nick Patum and half the team. No, it doesn't take Kemba. This is how it happens, right? How does it happen, Adam? You take two decently bad contracts for Nick Patum, and then you meddle that and trade one of them. It's kind of like almost what we did with Dwight, because the freaking Miles Plumley that was that was horrible. And now we got Dwight coming off the books at twenty three million. So you take that, you can pay Kemba with that, and after this year, we can get rid of Batum. In the meantime, we get rid of Cody. And MKG, who are combined making $28 million a year. Which is and then we get Marvin off the books, too. Next year? He's making $14 million a year. And Marvin has at least some type of value to a playoff team. So I think, I think it can be done. And I think Mitch Kupchak is the guy to do it. However, 
I don't know if we will do it. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the first. Well, it's also going to depend on like who are we going to take back, and they're going to if they we do take anybody back, it's going to be somebody boo boo. Yeah, but I mean, what can you get any boo boo than a guy who in our <laughs> our last playoff series turned both of his ankles at the same time and <laughs> nicked the two? That's, that's what I call boo boo. I'm sorry. <laughs> And that's a that's also a it, we can even go back to a culture stature yeah. like I mean to me Kemba's someone that establishes a culture and when you got a guy like Nick Batum on there and Kemba's I wish Kemba was a little more of an a hole to be yeah. honest yeah. like that would call one of these guys out in the media I also don't think that's his place to yeah because it's not his fault that they gave this guy twenty four million dollars a year yeah but I mean. Obviously, the draft means a lot, but depending on even who's there, well, well, I think we could get rid of Batum by trading our first-round pick. Would it be worth it to give our first-round pick up this year, which is what what we have every year to do yeah. bad with, yeah. to get rid of Batum? Only if there was somebody we could sign in free agency. Well, but see, why even do that? Like, we don't even necessarily need to do that. Yeah, so you're saying. That's, yeah. Like, there's a lot. We could sign someone for $5 million because there's a lot of vets out there yeah. that are just looking to prove that we can go back to, like, go back to when we got Courtney Lee and Jeremy Lin. They yeah. cashed in on the one-year deal with yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though Courtney Lee was through trade, but the reason why we got him for basically nothing yeah. was because he was on a contract. Yeah. Year. So I think we can pull something like that. I also think... Getting a guy like MKG off the court, who uh, my brother's son, who's about to turn one years old tomorrow, could shoot better than others. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question because I'm not like a diehard keep up with the Hornets basketball. Do what I say. So, you're lucky. There's one thing I know about Adam. I remember when he was going to the Bobcats games oh, yeah. to see Omeka Okafor, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I know this guy knows basketball, okay? So... All right, so Kimball Walker, I know who he is. I know what he's done for the Hornets. I know he's a baller. I know he can shoot. I know he's the all-time franchise leader, scoring correct. Yeah. Just yeah. broke Dale Curry's record this year. So yeah. that being said, to re-sign him, is it a must re-sign? Like, is, it a, is re-signing him a must, or is it kind of like a uh, sentimental re-sign because of what he's done for the Hornets organization? Or Well, I mean, all right, this is how I look at it. It's a, if he's asking for the max, which his max would be like $33 million, then then I get a little back to the median side. I don't think we could do that, even though we should, Like, I think he's an all-star. Like, he's a legit all-star player, which there aren't many of those in the league. So, and when I think it's a bad look to the fans of your organization when you pay these guys like Nick Batum you're paying basically everyone you've paid yeah. so far mm-hmm. and none of them have earned their contract Kevin's the only one that's earned that contract and there was an interview with Victor Oladipo on CBS Radio last week and they they asked him who do you think the most underrated player in the NBA is and yeah. he said Kevin Walker so and also when it's talk about trading him we're not going to get close to a fair value for him yeah so I say, I mean, I think also I hope this has already happened. Mitch Kupchak and Kemba has spoken. They they know what Kemba wants, and Kemba said multiple times the ball's in the Hornets' court. Yeah, because he wants to stay here, and that's also another thing you don't get. A lot Someone of guys want to stay in Charlotte. Like every, I understand the tanking aspect. I understand why people would want to trade Kemba and just start over, but you got to look at it too. How many times have we been through this? And let's say we do draft 
uh, let's just say if we did it like somehow we had the number one pick this year and we Oops. traded Kevin for the number Who's one. Who's it going to be? It, like say it was DeAndre Aiden or Bagley or the Euro guy. What's to say in five years they're going to even re-sign with us? Yeah, true. And why would they? Yeah. yeah. And then what's the argument? Yeah, that's what I don't understand about the NBA. Yeah. Like how they structure this. If we, if we if we if we get around eleven and twelve like we have been, we'll get a Carolina guy. Just because yeah. Jordan, just because yeah, Jordan, luckily, just because Jordan can do that. That's say that's saying a little bit. That, that, yeah, luckily there's not one I don't to be had. One yeah. Work. Even well, I know there's not, but they'll draft one. There's not one there, but they'll take one. Yeah, they'll take one. I mean, they'll take a Theo Pinson. Theo, I think, will develop. I think Theo will develop over time yeah. to a decent. In a second, yeah, but that's a that's like a drop. He's not. He seems he seems tailor fitted for the Warriors to be picked like in the last pick in the first round. I see him being like that's true too. Yeah, I really do. He's got the long arms. He's a ball. I mean, he's a Terrific defender. Um, yeah. Now, Eddie, didn't you also used to work for the fire department, or were you volunteer fire department? Yeah, part time volunteer. Yep. How that? How does that go? I don't think I've ever run into anybody. How does a volunteer uh, fire department? Well, kinda... for the department I was with. Yeah. Um, and it's to this day has changed a lot. I'm no longer. Yeah. On the department, just due to you know life responsibilities. Yeah. You know, it's a lot to keep up with. But uh, you know, the, you know, the, the town I was with. Um, it was 100% volunteer part-time. We, they, the town of Huntersville paid us on a quarterly budget. And uh, So even though it's volunteer, you still get a little bit of change. Right. Well, for example, um, at nighttime, you know, we have two stations. I mean, it's different now. Yeah. So, But at the time I was a member, we had two stations. Then we went to three. All stations were staffed 24-7 during the daylight hours where you're generally busier. Um, it's staffed with more people. Yeah. But that being said, you know, at night, less people. So, um, there's always guys there to at least staff an apparatus for a call. So then if it's a bad call where you need extra manpower, a a real bad car accident, a bad house fire, et cetera, that's where the volunteers come into play. Gotcha. And, um, you know, um, now uh, it's my understanding. You know the department's gotten bigger. They just opened another station, so they have four stations, Dang. more manpower, more personnel. Um, it, it's going more to a, uh, you know, one day it will be a career department. You know, okay. Uh, okay. the population gets bigger. You know, and it's up to the town to, you know, pay for that. Yeah. Um, wow. So. Okay. Now and also wasn't it. Didn't you and your wife get married on like a TV show or something? Yeah, we did. Uh, okay, well, let's, we got to hear about this. This is this should have been you know first half hour stuff right. here. So how did this? Let's start from the beginning. Well, I guess we don't have to go all the way back to the beginning. But how in the world does it come about that you and your wife end up getting married on a TV show? So basically, uh, and what yeah, TV show was it? It was a show that was on ABC. Okay. During the what was it called? Lunchtime hours. You know, I remember what it was called? It was called Fab Life. F A B Fab Life. Okay, yeah. I think I've heard of that. And uh, the show was a uh, you know roundtable discussion. You know that dealt with you know uh, current events, uh, cooking, uh, you know cooking, decorating, stuff like that. Yeah. Each person on the show had a role that they kind of specialized in, whether it was style. Yeah. But that being said, so uh, my wife heard that they were doing a competition. Uh, just to like win a wedding dress, yeah. Which you know to her was very. That, that's look, 
Hey, why not? Yeah, yeah why not? Hey, I'm preach for me. You know, that's my yeah, motto. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like say yes to the dress. You yeah. Know? So, uh, you know, little does she know, they get in touch with me, get to know me better, video me uh, in a, like a chat group uh, yeah. to get to know me better, to get a better profile of us. And actually, to speak of the Panthers, she worked for the Panthers. She uh, oh. she was on the Black and Blue crew. Okay. Nice. So a lot of times when she would go to work for the Panthers for a home game is when we would do a lot of this when she wasn't home. Yeah. You know, and uh, that being said, uh, I kind of knew more of what they wanted to do for the show. It was a Valentine's Day show. And I was really nervous to go through with it because... So wait, she applied for the dress. Yes, thinking we would win a dress when really it was them wanting like couples for this show to get married on Valentine's Day. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I mean, she didn't know any of this. So, did, so wait, so did you send her a thing like, hey, see if you can win this dress? But in reality, you had entered into the contest to win the... she entered information, sent information to them for the contest, you know, her name. For the dress, but then dress. they took that off to you and went to you and said, to me. actually, what we're doing is trying to give you guys a couple of free... A, a, a wedding. A wedding. That deserve. Oh, you know, okay. Because, you know, and they, if I'm not mistaken... I mean, this has been almost three years ago now. Yeah. They actually talked to her yeah. you know, through a video chat, got to know her a little bit and her past and what she's you know, been through in life. Yeah. And, you know, so on and so forth. And, uh, but, you know, my stuff was a little bit more in depth. And, uh, you know, so, um, you, know, I, you know, it was a very quick process. You know, I want to so say they hit you two, up. two it, months. Yeah, they months. hit you up and ask you all the questions. Yep. Producers on the show Producers and all, and all that. So once then they really got into us and... Kind of told me, hey, we really, we've chosen y'all. We want you to be the couple that we want well, to marry. They just told you, not correct. Her. Just okay, me, not okay. Her. Uh, there was actually the uh, NFC Championship game. The Panthers beat the uh, Seahawks. Okay, here in Charlotte. Yeah. Well, the Cardinals. Was it? Cardinals. 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 Yeah, yeah. Cardinals. That's the best game I've ever attended yeah. in my life. <laughs> and, uh, she's down on the field in the confetti. Having the time of her life as a she's a diehard Panthers fan. So, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, which that would be any of our dreams as a diehard fan. Oh yeah. On the field, getting to share that with the players and the fans. Yeah. And so meanwhile, I'm getting videotape. You know, sweating and take one, take two, take three, take four. You know, I'm not a good. So they're taping you, know, you for what? To like, get a for like video they can put on the show. Okay. To use on the show. Okay. You know, they've done told me y'all are coming out to California. She might know at this point that we're going to California to compete with other couples gotcha. for, dress? for to win a oh, dress. So, oh, to win a dress. To win a dress. She has no yeah. clue. There's is... other couples involved that we're going to have to compete against, maybe playing games or who knows. I mean, we don't really know until we get there what we're going to have to do to, gotcha. to win this competition. And, uh, you know, and I'm getting nervous because, you know, this is – the love of my life, and, you know, what if she doesn't want this? What if yeah. she yeah. says, we're not doing this, and they can't even put this on TV, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have all these thoughts going through your mind, up to, hey, we're on the airplane flying out to California. So, flying out to California, she still thinks it's just for a dress. We're going out there to compete against But did you others. know I knew I, that I it was, was for a wedding? I, they were, I was going to ask her, as the show's being recorded, to marry you. Will you marry me on this TV show today? 
Whoa! Whoa! The show was okay. it was oh about, damn yeah, that's big, that's big okay. in there. The show was hundred percent themed around Valentine's Day. Yeah, making this do-it-yourself project for your Valentine. To yeah, cooking this dent, romantic dinner for your Valentine. Guys, gotcha. has uh, a real famous chef on the show, and you know, and little does she know that also, you know, I picked one of my buddies. She had picked one of her girlfriends, and both our parents, you know, were there and. It was really hard because I guess the show was on its way out. We didn't know this. Yeah. But they told us, hey, all these people can come when at the last minute only these, a small amount budget of people got tight. Come. Yeah, you know, budget we want, got tight. The people want, we want the people, certain people there that couldn't be there. And yeah. I was bummed out about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. She she can't know that I know this stuff. Yeah. So that, yeah. that must be a that double hard. thing for you right there. Not yeah. only are you nervous about actually going through with it, you can't even necessarily yeah. have more because you at your wedding you want yep. all the people you want there yeah. yeah so we flew out of Charlotte to uh, it's a small airport right outside of Los Angeles uh, Long not Long Island Long, Long uh, Beach Long Beach it's a small small airport we're picked up by someone from the TV show took to the studio um, and uh, you know they take her and they take me they, they're taking me to get fitted for uh a tux. Yeah. Uh, they're taking her to look at a bunch of different dresses yeah. to get the type of dress in mind that she likes so they can do alterations to it, yeah. alterations to it. And, you know, so she thinks, you know, well, if, if we win this competition, this is the dress that I want. You know, I don't really know all the details because I yeah. wasn't in there during yeah. all this time. So, uh, you know, so we stayed at the Culver Inn, which is a famous uh, hotel right outside the studios there. Yeah. And at this, I mean, the, it, I think it was actually, you no, know, Culver Studios is where this show was filmed. Okay. We stayed at the hotel that's just adjacent to the property. Yeah. Okay. I forget the name of it. But, uh, you know, so, you know, I've got a million things going through my mind and nerves and butterflies and trying to keep my composure together. I mean, because I'm very easy to read. And now, what did you, now, you, did you brought the ring with you or were they going to give you one well, there? Well, she... I, I was I had already of course you know this I already proposed to her so she had that ring but oh, okay. the wedding ring yes I had okay the wedding ring okay that's yeah, true because okay. I bought the rings together yeah so, um, so I mean it's even so y'all were already engaged you were just gonna say hey let's get married right now on this show live yeah so I mean they had okay. it set up and scripted to where they videoed they gave me a lot of instructions behind the scenes of what to do and. Uh, you know, I mean, even to the ring, my ring size, so I would have a wedding ring to put on. To, a band, yeah. Um, you know, and, and this is what the, the, I was scared for the most. Our family, you know, people that I knew that were flying out were flying in that day, too. And they do their due diligence to keep them away. And work so together. she didn't know any, any, any of the friends or family. She that just thought, you know, we're, I'm looking at dresses. I'm looking at dresses okay. that... You know, if I had to pick a dress, if we win this competition, this is the dress I want. That's all she knew. Yeah. And, you know, I, and then they take me into a private room and they ask me to look into the camera. And I'm, uh, to, well, they ask me to look into the camera. And this is the last thing she's going to see is she's getting ready after the fact she knows that we're getting married. So she has a video to watch. Um, you know, this is basically the last message from me to her yeah. to whatever I want to say. And that was hard, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, you th things come to your mind that, 
is you shed a tear. Oh, I was crying. <laughs> well, because that's the first thing I was thinking. Uh, I was like, man, my one of my no, so, so, okay, so one of my life goals is not to cry on TV, but in that level, yeah, it's a fair game. So you're all there. Wait, so you're all there. Send me the scene. Like you, she comes out, you come out, and you just kind of say what. All right, like, so lights, camera, action. The show yeah. starts. Before the show, we're in like a hold room that you yeah. make up on us that fix our hair yeah. the way they want it. So, all right, guys, the show's going to start when, we, when we're when we ready for y'all to come out. We'll call you out. So we're yeah. like behind the stage. All right, it's your turn. They got the producers in the background. Go. So we go out to the, um, to the audience. And it's weird because it's like, you know, you see stuff on TV that like, holy crap. And there's cameras everywhere. There's bright lights. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And there's people in the crowd, you know, yeah. clapping for you, and like, you know, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is about to happen? You yeah. know, I'm like having hot flashes, and yeah. armpits are sweating, I got back drip going on, hands are starting to shake. Because, you know, as the show starts, they show a video that I had recorded before we went out there to her, you know, getting to know me, and then they show her, so the crowd gets a background of us. Yeah. And she doesn't know, you know, they turn the camera to me. And I basically just flat out say, and you're saying it a million times in your brain. Yeah. You know, and you forget, you know. Yeah, did it come oh, out? All yeah. right. So, babe, you know, we're, uh, you know, I brought you here today to ask you to marry me today on this TV show, you know. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, my God, what if she says no? Like, what if she says, oh, hell no, I ain't doing this shit here. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but no, she, she starts crying and not crying, but overwhelmed and, yeah. yes, you know. So they bring us up to the stage, you know, and I'm sitting up there. Actually, they brought us up to the stage to do this. So I'm yeah. sitting there with my hand on the Were you already, but okay, so were you already in tux and she was in dress? No, just what no. they told us, you know, something that looks good for TV. You know, okay. Button down, nice. So you got married to Yeah, I would have thought a Raiders jersey. No. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't allow that. Yeah. You know, she wouldn't want me to do that. So, okay, you know, so you're in a nice button down. She's in a nice dress. She, you basically, you ask her, hey, would you marry me on a TV show right now? She says yes. She says she yes. goes to the front. They bring the preacher yep. out. Well, no. Make, no? No. They, uh, so we're sitting there on the couch, just me and her, and all the people that, the four hosts on the show. Yeah. I, she says yes. And the, and so one of the hosts is actually Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. whoa. Like, oh, the, the well, table. that's the star of the show there. Boing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, so that's not all. You know, we have another surprise for you. So the host from Say Yes to the Dress, which I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. She's from, I think, Georgia. She comes out with all the dresses on the, uh, no, she comes out, sits on the couch with us. All right, so Taylor, I'm going to get you the dress that you really yeah. want. And then, so, and that's not all. We have another surprise. So her mom and uh, Brittany Tyner come yeah. out pushing the cart that has all the dresses on it. Yeah. And she lost it right then and there. Yeah. And So um, she picks out her dress. You're still in your shirt. And, and now she knows her parents are there. And yeah. everybody's there. My mom is there. Yeah. And my buddy came so the preacher comes out, says well, all this stuff, or was it just like a just piece? I should remember her name. She was a sweetheart. She was a host on the show. She was ordained. She was ordained. So she, did, she so read she all did the stuff. Us. and But they take Taylor to the background so they can get her ready to do yeah. all that stuff. I stay on the set. And, uh, you know, they give me a shot of wild turkey. And uh, <laughs> you know, they get a famous chef. He was like, dude, you need one of these, dude. I half of it and I'm choking you know yeah uh, but you know they, they run the show with me and Kaylin and my mom out there yeah and uh, 
Now you got to keep in mind too, my mom's against drinking. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing a shot of wild turkey next to my mom. And the funniest thing ever, if you go back and watch the film, my mom's eyes are like bug eyed. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I thought she was going to rip it out of my hand, you know. Yeah. But, you know, but, uh, but yes, yeah, so they finally take me to the back. I get ready. They flip the set real quick. They set it up. Dun, 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 dun. And, you know, it was pretty much over. So where could they, where could anybody, if they wanted to go back and watch the episode, find it? Um, you could probably go on uh, abc.com and just type in Fab Life, Valentine's Day Wedding. Okay. Uh, I, I know it's, you can stream it off of you, probably YouTube. Or, okay. Uh, I mean, there's no, te- you know how technology is today. You find can find it. it if you want. Okay. All right. So that was a fantastic story. I'm glad I, actually, you that. I actually watched that episode. Yeah. Oh, you watched yeah, it? Yeah, because Brittany was... Brittany was like putting it out on Facebook, putting it out on Twitter. Yeah. And Eddie had put it out on Twitter so and everything. You got to see me all teary eyed. Yeah, yeah, and I did. And it was, I mean, I like, I didn't watch the whole show. I like was watching it and then they say, okay, next up is the wedding. Then I went back to whatever I was watching and went back and they yeah. like, oh, next. You know how they, you know, yeah. of course yeah. you do. Yeah. They do all the teasing and stuff. Yeah. Teasers. And they yeah. did like two, they did like two teasing teasers and then. The wedding came out and everything like that, but it was it was a nice one. It was, okay. it was nice, nice. All right, well, right now since we've got two two guests, we, we got to double up the notebook questions. We'll go ahead and fire away. Uh, Caleb, you want to go first or second? You choose since you're the bracket champion. I can go first. All right, so Caleb, grab the notebooks right there to your left. If it's your first time listening, we got a notebook. It's the triple whammy sauce. Escape 109 Notebook. Jeez, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, jeez. I was ready. Hold on. All right, ready? Escape. <laughs> Triple whammy there sauce. Escape 109 Notebook. There you go. Jeez, man. That's all right. Uh, I had man. the volume off. So I, got I, I, I guess you had the volume I know. We heard, your, we heard your ESPN updates. Well, yeah. I mean, all streaks come to an end today. That's they do. They do. <laughs> That's true. So it's a notebook full of random questions that we've come up with slash guests have come up with. Caleb's going to look through it. He's going to pick one, ask it all, and he's going to do the same. While he's looking, let's do a little housekeeping. First, let's get to the Queen City Wings special of the week. It's the King Fries. Also, I call them the Duval Fries because Duval swears by these things. It's shrimp, crispy chicken, and bacon with Chipotle Ranch. Go get them at Queen City Wings. All weekend or just on Saturday? I think it's all weekend. So make sure you go tell Tyler... That we sent you. I don't think you can get a discount, but you can at least. He might know. give you a little extra. He might give you a little extra fry, a little something, something. Yeah, yeah. sauce. You know how it goes. Same with the triple whammy sauce. Use the code thebeardswatch. You get 25% off your order. Escape 109. Just tell Steven that we sent you, and we're going to work out a 10% off at some point there. Caleb and his prospect got him a 50% off little sweet code for winning that. We'll definitely add some more of those into our fantasy yeah, contest. Edge me out there, too. Yeah, that's right. I had the first and second place. That's right. First, second, and third. Jeep's finished third. 33rd. Oh, no, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I finished third. <laughs> <laughs> He's proud of that too. He's the dumbass one the year before. I can't believe that shit. I did not see you. You should have hit the... Come on, Jeeves. Get it together. On top of that, though, let's go over the quick Survivor Fantasy game. I got the scorecards out. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll read through it real quick. Buck still hanging on with 27 points. Candace 20. Zach Bell 22. Jerry Ann 25. Jeeves 33. You only got one left. I know. Harley 16. Lindsay 7. Hillary 26. Greg 15. Alex 29. Myself 14. My parents 25. Jacob Barrera 31. Josh 27. Amy Hurley 22. Uh, Pork Chop Bacon, also known as Curtis Strock 24. Amy Kakaley 19. Brittany. 
McKinney, 19. Aylers, 26. You lost another there, right? Yeah, young Michael. He he held strong, though, for me. I can't be mad at him. That's very true. Kavana, 25. Bronson Hill, 32. Jeff Hooks, 21. And our beloved Duvall, who's already out with 41. He won't finish in last as long as Buck loses Chelsea very soon, though. So, it's a good battle. I'm glad we have this many people competing. Adam Looks Tyler. like Lindsay's uh, she's to, got it right. Trying to, she's trying to got, take it. She's got five left. Let's, let's help most of them go out besides exactly. Sebastian and Wendell. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like I might not have a chance for a service. For anybody that's listening and wondering what it is, is we've got we're Survivor fans. We have a fantasy game. You pick six contestants. You get points by what position they get voted out on. So obviously you want yours to stay as long as you can because it's the more points you this, get. This one was a wild one. They had. Two tribal councils. switched up the tribals. They did all kind of funky stuff. Yep. Yeah, Jenna had to do tribal council, then immediately go sit on jury, the jury. Yeah. So it was, it, I think this was the first time they did the two tribal councils back yeah. to back. Normally they'll do a tribal council, have like a two-hour one, and then come back and do one. But yeah. this one was a weird one. So I think Caleb, this episode's did you, the... Did you find a question? All right, Caleb, fire away, brother. Oh, I like this one. Um, if you are a hard candy, would people choke on you? Mm. Ooh, who was that by? That doesn't have a name. Let me see the handwriting. <laughs> I think, oh, that was for my brother. My brother wrote that one. I can tell. If you oh, are a hard candy, would someone choke on you? Make sure you check that one off, Yeah, too. check that one off, Caleb. You need a pen right over there to the side. I, I'm going to go with probably yes on my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the way my life goes, so... Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, my mind's going in a lot of different places. <laughs> That's gonna be an automatic yes. Yeah, yeah, mine's mine's a yes as well. I mean, also like, most likely, if it's a hard candy in general, and you well, let's just say if you're not chewing on it, there's only one other way it yeah. goes down. So, yeah. and they can always get stuck. That's kind of the route I was going with. It made me laugh when I read it. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's a PG question it or an X-rated question. That's that's a little that's more of a that's that's up there towards the R questions. Not an area of my well. Never mind. I'm just yeah. not gonna. But yeah, the, I don't know what to do with that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what his brother was trying to. Get I think he's just problem. going for one that mentally challenges you. Yeah, you know? and that's that like what. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like what. Yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah. You got one, Eddie? Did Eddie answer? Man, yeah. there's so many good questions. Everybody said, everybody yes. said yes. Okay. Yeah, we everybody didn't want to really elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my mind is straight in the gutter right now. Yes. <laughs> Did you find one, Eddie? Right, we're about to go with the first quarter roll. Uh, All right. I mean, no rush. If it's not the one you want to ask, we, we can we can it's, chat about something yeah, else. I mean, can, this is actually a unique question. Okay. Like, I mean, because it all. It's what the notebook right. intends to do. If yeah. you did it, wait. I'm sorry. What is your favorite Disney song? Who wrote that one? Oh, like, is it Corey W? Oh yeah, Corey Webster. Corey Webster? Oh Corey, Big Webster. Yeah. Give that the old. Did you just call him Dick Webster? <laughs> no, <man. laughs> I think that goes back to the last one. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said go <laughs> Dick Webster. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know. I'm sure. 
I'm sure he'll appreciate that when he listens. That might be his new nickname. Oh, that's fantastic. Corey, please comment on Twitter once you listen to this because it's fantastic. So, uh, favorite Disney song. Favorite Disney song from Dick Webster. Please. Uh, um, who I've you been that. with my Mickey Mouse? That's not. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Disney. Keep keep it close though. You got to add a question yeah. to it after the podcast is over with Eddie and Caleb. Favorite Disney song. I'm gonna go ahead and just jump out of the gate here. I'm gonna go with the Circle of Life with Lion King. Yeah, uh, yeah. that still All is right. my red That's, that's, that's an iconic one. All right. Yeah. Well, that one's um, off the list. Off the list now. I've got mine. What's yours? All right. So I, if you don't know me. I'm a diehard Toy Story fan. Okay. Oh, so you yeah. got a friend in me. That's, oh, yeah. that's, another, one. that's, yeah. that's another one off the list. Speaking of Woody's. <laughs> well played. Uh, oh, that's a good, good job, Mary. That was yeah. solid. Yeah. Which, what, Toy Story 4 is coming out next yeah. summer, right? Is oh, it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, man, I'm... Right now, I'm stumped because I, I have three thoughts in my head right now, yeah. and one of them is from the Lizzie McGuire movie. That's all right. So I'm not gonna. I, <laughs> That's I can't, okay. I can't. I can't remember it to be honest. So it's the one at the very end of that movie. I'm gonna. Yeah, it with is. her when she's singing it to the guy who can lip sync, and I don't even know why. This is <laughs> right now, that's a sh- that'll be a shout out to Zach. What was he called? Because his name was Paolo. I don't know. Paolo. All right, I'm looking up the song title right now. Oh, yeah, because Paolo or whatever it was. And uh, the other one I have. Uh, well, you can go to Disney. I, that's pretty broad spectrum. Is that yeah. movies? Yeah. Because I'm thinking of. He's a smart guy. The theme song. The theme song. Are you thinking of Why Not? Take a crazy chance. Why, why not? That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm sticking to it. Fair enough. We might have to end the podcast on that. What's the Phil Collins? Tarzan? Tarzan? Yes. Which one do you like? The him and them and Seat did like the whole soundtrack. Oh, I know I know he does I know he does. There's Crash in the Camp. There's the uh mother the no. Can you show me? Seems like a recent watch for you. No, he's my a big mom Disney loved, fan. My mom okay. loved that one song from Tarzan. She wanted to dance to it at my wedding as our mother daughter oh. dance our mother son dance and I was like, Mom, that song's too sad. I can't remember. <laughs> Now, they, do they play Disney songs on the Disney cruise? Oh, all the time. All okay. the time. They actually, they'll show movies. They'll probably have Black Panther for free to watch and the new Marvel. That's why I'm waiting to see them. Because Wakanda of the forever. There you go. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. We'll just go with... All right, let's see. Well, like, like, like he said, Phil Collins basically does the whole, whole, the whole CD. The whole oh, thing. And Tarzan. You got You'll, be in, you'll be in my heart. Actually, I think we did it in my mom and I ended up dancing to that too. You'll be in my heart no matter what You can go on and on. Son of a man, trash in the camp, strangers like me. I think it's strangers like me. I think that's the one you're thinking about. Yeah. That's like the main song. The, yeah. yeah, the main song that everybody that everybody knows. I want to know, can you show me? I want to know if there's strangers like me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Caleb? I'm gonna have to go with Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Ooh, nice. that's nice. solid. That's a good one. Oh, play. I like that. Very good one. 
Oh, we've all gone here, right? That was that was a good question. All right, that was very solid. Dick Webster, thank you for that one. Dick Webster, old big swinging Dick Webster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping he's listening because well, he will listen. Yeah, he will. All right, I think we've got it all there. Thanks again for Eddie. You got any final thoughts or comments, concerns, or I've got one like question for around the table. Sure, fire away. Me being a big Raiders fan, yep. got a lot of Panther Nation in the room tonight, yep. or all of Panther Nation in the yep. room tonight. All right, and I'll, I'm going to answer this question as well yep. from a Raiders perspective, but with the draft that just passed, yeah. I know y'all covered this last yeah. show, What? who is going to be, in your opinion, the best overall pick that y'all picked up? Like, who do you see being? Just Panthers? Not who you hope, but like, as of right now, looking at who y'all drafted, Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, who's going to come out and shine and be a be a good fit for the team for a lot of years to come? Uh, I think I think you got to go with DJ Moore. Yeah, yeah, I'm consistent. I think. Well, and I also well, think Caleb that got a little smirk here too. But finish what your thought is. Well, I think that also goes into the hope factor. That was our yeah. first round pick, but. Yeah. Anytime Steve Smith says that's your spirit animal, I'm going to just roll with that. Yeah, yeah. And what he said about DJ Moore, you don't get that from Steve Smith or any any wide receiver that is on a broadcast. You got to yeah. respect has to be earned. When yeah, Steve Smith talks about exactly. It. And when he talked about that after he got drafted, I was like, okay, this yeah. man, this man better, this man better. Stop that! Like in, I think Tory Smith might have been listening to our podcast. When we were like, he's got that dog in him because yeah, it was the same thing. week. Yep. He's got that dog in him, and that's yeah. something that translates to the yep. NFL. Yep. They're playing it in the Panthers locker room from Caleb. He has a differing opinion. Caleb, yeah, let me hear. Uh, either him or um, their linebacker from Carolina. Oh, tight, uh, tight Ian Thomas. Yeah, Ian Thomas. Yeah, I agree. I think that might have been the safest pick yeah. overall. Yep. I mean, well. He's gonna say it's kind of hard to say. I think like the most obvious pick at the start of the fourth round because it was a new day, and as as Herney said, a lot of teams called to trade for that first pick in the fourth round. And once we took Ian Thomas, they were like, "Oh, so we weren't gonna even trade because like that a lot of teams wanted that guy." Okay, so I see what you mean. Maybe yeah, most obvious. Yeah, like like the best. I, I mean, I guess the best round. Like when we were looking at it, we hadn't hit a tight, hadn't had a developmental tight end in years. And we were sitting there, and after everybody sat down, after, you know, second and third rounds, I was like, oh, this is going to have to be the guy. Like, dude, this is the best oh, time yeah. still left on the board. So, yeah. All right, Eddie, back to you. All right, so I'm not going to go with the first-round guy. Okay. I'm the second-round guy. Okay. And, uh, you know, we got John Gruden. He's off- offensive-minded coach. Yeah. I'm going to go with the defensive guy. Okay. And I'm kind of on the bubble. It's going to be between uh, Mo Hurst out of Michigan. Yeah. Oh, uh, if y'all remember him, he uh, had the heart condition at the yeah. combine. Yeah. Basically, was a potential first-round draft pick. Yeah. High motor, high caliber, run stuffer. Uh, and with his medical condition, his draft uh, stock dropped. So we kind of got to still with him. I mean, the medical injury uh, or condition is always going to be a factor. You never know. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go with Arden Key out of LSU. Oh, that okay. was another one. Uh, that. I see him being a uh, Alden Smith type guy, very fast, uh, very quick off the snap to attack the uh, pass rush. And, uh, you know, we've got guys like Bruce Irvin and Matt that can hopefully keep these guys, their head in the game and, uh, you know, see them develop yeah. into some solid football players. Now, the only thing I worry about is LSU defensive ends scare me. Well, he's he, and the thing that scares me about him is his weight. 
All of them. All of them. come in small. He dropped like 30, 40 pounds, though. Well, you know they're saying, though, that we... He was picked, and we traded. That's why we traded out. Which one in the third round? Yeah. Oh, really? That's why I'm saying I mean, that. That's who we wanted. His, Once he was chosen, we were like, I. Right. They bumped back to the. He, at one time was a first round draft pick on, on a lot of teams' boards, and uh, I mean, all around good tackler. I mean, he can play with his own. He can attack the the uh, quarterback. I mean, but you know, dropping weight, and I think he had some drug issues, questions there. You know, Who has in these days? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Raiders <laughs> are always going to pick up the but, drug you know, hey, Maybe they'll be some big things for us, you know? Yeah. Now, if you're bringing up Mo Hurst, if you're interested, you should go watch, if you can get somebody's Amazon Prime account and watch the All or Nothing that they did with the Michigan Wolverines. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty cool. I've gotten through all all seven, oh, seven out of the eight episodes, and it's really cool. It's, it's a little bland because I, I like it when they do behind-the-scenes stuff and they let you see personalities of guys, and they don't – you see a lot of Jim Harbaugh. You see a couple of the players that are really good, but uh, Mo Hurst is on there because he's a senior. And he, it, if you want to get some behind the scenes of him since he's on the Raiders now, I'd go check that out. Is that when they went over uh, overseas? Well, they at one point in their team they went overseas, but well, the all or nothing's their whole season. Well, yeah, well they, yeah. they, they, they on the off season they went over. Yeah, they do a little bit of that when they're over in Italy. Yeah, yeah Italy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they did. They, they talked about that on ESPN. Yeah. How would you scout Mo Hurst? Um, I mean, you got to worry that his heart's not going to blow up in mm-hmm. the middle of the game, right? But I, I'm well, not a doctor. I don't know. I mean, that's like, no. I mean, Star had the same, Star had the same, same issue. And he um, was all right. But obviously, he didn't even play. Like, I mean, watching film and him as a person, do you think he's got good character? Do you oh, yeah. He seemed like, from uh, the little bit that I saw, I mean, again, we're all speaking from terms of, like, third we don't know these guys, yeah, right? YouTube scouts. We're YouTube scouts. Yeah, exactly. You know, so... He seemed like a good guy. I mean, if he played for a hardball team, you know he's going to have to be hard-nosed, and hardball doesn't really put up a lot of shit. So, no, nah, but, you know, same thing again. If you want to go watch another, it was the All or Nothing with the Cowboys, Amazon Prime, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it takes To me, it takes your hard knocks from HBO and moves it through the whole season, and it kind of shows so you different So, was actors. the Cardinals on there? The Cardinals were on that, and that one was I great saw. because that's what that's they, what the Panthers did in the championship game. So, that was really cool because... Because wasn't uh, Bruce Arians talking... What did he say? He's a, uh, no, it was the mayor of Arizona. Yeah. Like, Fake Newton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. showed him that fig already. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just interesting because you always like... To, it's very rare you see... Because these sports teams think that they're like curing brain cancer or they're trying to launch a nuclear weapon because everything's got to be so secretive. So it's interesting to see behind the scenes, like how they talk about, like, like it was the big thing. Anytime a team like the Cardinals was like, "Here's how we beat Carolina," and they just put up a big ass picture of Cam Newton because that's the guy. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, I mean, and to it see how sense. and to see how players talk and interact and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, if you get a chance, go check those out. Also, real quick before we head out, had I have to give a, just a terrible shout out for Brown Truck Brewery, worst brewery I've ever been to. <clears throat> if you've been, if it's in High Point. My wife and I stopped by on the way back from Greensboro. We stood at the bar for 25 minutes, even though it was packed. Didn't even get a, hey, what's up? We'll be with you in a minute. Uh, We almost left, but I really wanted a beer. So we waited around. Finally got a beer from the other patrons pointing at the bartenders, telling us that we were been sitting in line. And then even once they got a, we got a beer, like, oh, sorry. Like, they were just like, oh, you've been waiting for 25 minutes? Ha ha. Laughed at it. 
Didn't really care. Mm. While they were pouring beers, they were on their phone. It was terrible. So if you're in High Point, do not go to Brown Truck Brewery. Just had to give them a terrible Brown review. Truck sounds like duty. Yeah, they're just the second person that said that. Yeah. Like uh, and I have a shout out also. Yeah, do it. Uh, Marcus Luke. Yeah. His artwork is going to be showcased tomorrow at Legion. I saw that. Yeah. 5:30 to 8 p.m. Okay, very nice. If anyone's interested, it'll also be featured throughout the month. Okay, so it'll be there all month. It's yeah. just the kickoff's tomorrow. On, yeah, it's that, just like, night? yeah, they're having yeah. a little event. I don't, I mean, if you like Legion beer, which I don't know many people that don't. Yeah. Just nice. Look at his art. If you go there this month on the can wall. Can you buy it? Yes, okay. you can. The prices, I think, are on there. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. All right. Well, we'll set it off. Eddie, did you have a good time first time on the podcast? Please invite me back. Oh, no doubt. That was one of the best stories I've heard. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. glad we got to that story. Caleb, how you feeling? Good. Glad All to be right. back. Don't you fall okay. asleep on us? <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> I got an 8 a.m. exam tomorrow. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll get you out of here here soon. we got to get those pictures of all you wearing all your gear, though, before you do. All right. We'll send it out. Thanks for joining. Again, like, subscribe, comment. Five stars. Peace. Oh,